You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. Your fave podcast for all things dating and relationships. A one-stop pod shop for the latest trends, reality TV, and celebrity couple gossip. Plus, everything we've got going on in our own love lives. We're your village, and we think you can't date or relate without us. And you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you the expertise and guests who are filled with all the answers that'll take some guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our pod with your friends so we can help grow the village even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell a friend. All right, guys. So if you're dating and you're on the dating apps, then obviously you should be updating your profile in order to keep your potential matches in the loop, right? Only makes sense. And just like your Instagram stories that we also update, we are going to post up and talk about our latest and greatest so we can get you to like us more. We need that validation. Yes, we are people too. And we are ready to keep you updated. Okay, guys. So what have you been up to, Rob? What's going on in your life? Oh, me first? Mm-hmm. Well, my update is that there is nothing to update. Like, there's no, I haven't really done anything. Here's the thing. Somebody asked me the other day how, where was I? Oh, BravoCon. Somebody was like, how's dating going? Oh, my God, you're in Austin. Is everything going good? Are you meeting? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no. And they're like, why? What? What's going on? And I thought about it, and I'm like, I haven't put in the work. Like, I just haven't put in the work. You know, I, I, like I, I'm not upset that I'm not meeting anybody because I'm not putting like if I was going out there and doing the apps and going out and meeting people and having dating and still like, wah, wah, I would be like a little distraught, you know, but the fact is, is that like I'm not doing anything <laughs> to forward my progress being just being in this city doesn't mean I'm going to find a wife, you know, it'd be nice if it did. But even when I'm out and with like new people. Like right now, like I'm supposed to go to this friend's birthday party. One of the girls who I'm, who one of my new girlfriends out here just texted me and was like, Hey, I'm doing pre game at my house. It's just going to be us and the girls come over first. And my initial response is like, Do I want to go do that? Do I want to go like pre game and like have to like put on the, you know, charm early? (laughs) Or do I want to wait? Or do I want to wait for my friend Jill, who I know I'm going to go like can go with later at 10 and just show up together and the party's already started? Right. And I don't have to like small talk anybody, you know? Hmm. Well, what do you feel like? So it's like you want to save charming Rob for the actual party. You don't want to. Well, the actual party is, is going to be like people I know and you can walk around and you can talk and blah, blah, blah. And I'll probably already have a few drinks. I mean, being just in somebody's apartment for pregame when it's just other girls and you have to be like, hey, yeah, oh, like I just, I don't. But then that's the effort that I need to right. put in if I'm going to meet somebody. That's some, you know, really focused energy there. It's only far if you don't want to go. So I think that you just don't really want to go that bad to this pregame. And also you probably want to find somebody, but you just aren't really like, you don't really want to be dating that like crazy right now. So you just don't really care. Well, I've also fallen so deep into like my own routine and my own self that like, like I had my friend Alex over for dinner. I cooked crab legs. We cooked, um, uh, fries and I made the, uh, you know, I put the placements out and I had her water. Like, and, and when she came over, she's like, Oh my God, this is so nice. And you, Oh, you already have the water out and blah, blah, blah. And that. 
and uh, I got her favorite beer, like that kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, you're practiced for when I meet a real girl. Oh, and, <laughs> a real girl. It's like an imaginary girl. She was like, thanks. I'm like, yeah, but seriously, like I have to start. My friend Jack said something really, really cool last time I was in LA. He was like, you got it. Like, you don't have to go out and start like date, date apps and like 100% and put everything out right away. But like, start preparing your home for when somebody is there. Like, pretend you have a girlfriend or you're just seeing to date somebody. You probably make your bed because you don't know if they're going to stop yeah. by or like if you want them to stop by or like clean your bathroom or, you know, start making it so that you're kind of nesting well, for this person. There is that come. saying, get your house in order. And that in this case is very actual and literal, but. Wait, that's the whole saying, just get your house in yeah, order? Yeah, no, it's probably oh. a sentence, but that's the fragment. Don't that ask her, <laughs> wait, Rob. Don't ask her what the saying is. Like she butchers them all, but it's something like that. Right. I don't know what you're talking she, about. She was like, she was like, there is that saying, one bird in hand. So, yeah, that probably applies here. Well, <laughs> like, wait, where was the rest of it? What was the rest okay, of the? I don't know. It's something thing? to do with maybe like finances or something. But you have to get your house in order. Okay. I don't know, guys. The point is, is Rob, get your house in order and get your shit together. No, 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 no. My house is in order, but they're just saying like, like, like uh, we had a, I think one of our guests at one point was like, Rob, you know, put that extra place mat Right. Out, it's a theoretical you know, house, but in this case, your actual house. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, is like, do I want somebody in my house? Maybe do you want, don't. You know, so it's, maybe you I don't know. Maybe I don't you're, know. Maybe you're I kind of. I kind of do. It's nice when the when I have a person there, and I remember what it's like when they're there. But when it's like out of sight, out of mind, and it doesn't like work. I yes relate to that because I think that when you're out of a relationship for so long and you're like living in your space, and then you and you insert a new person, it's kind of like a foreign object, and it's uncomfortable, and it's like different, and all the things that make you have to feel feelings and adjust and stuff. But if you look at what you did with that friend and you set the table and did the dinner at home, it was practice. I think you should continue to do this in baby steps to like Mm -hmm. practice and get more comfortable because if you lean the other way, you're going to be way more comfortable with being. Well, that's the, that's the problem that I'm seeing is that like, there's a little bit of lonely depression going on, like not wanting to get off the couch. Right. And then there's also like, I put on some weight and now I got to fucking, like, I got to get myself presentable again because I'm getting so comfortable that there's nobody for me to be impressing with my shirt off. So like, why go to the gym as much as I was before? Yeah. You you get in that cyclical thing where, yeah, if you start to go the other direction, like Jen was saying, it could just catapult you into, you could still- Which goes back to this, which goes back to this party tonight. Like, I know I'm not in my most presentable shape right now, like physically and emotionally. So like- why go there and show somebody the C version of me and not the, and when I know there's an A around the corner, you know what I mean? But that A around the corner is like this carrot you keep dangling and have for, since you've been on the show about when you're going to be ready and when you're going to get it. Like when I do this, it's going to be time. When I do this, it's going to be time. It's not time until it's time. And now it's time. And I also think that we as humans and all three of us in particular, because I know us all well are harder on ourselves than like the rest of the regular people in the world. So yeah, I understand what you're saying, Rob, but I kind of feel like you're still a presentable person. You're calling yourself a C version of yourself. What if you're just like 2% less than you could think you could be. And you're just being hard on yourself. Like clearly if you're not, 
sometimes you have to break out of your comfort zone to get yourself the motivation to then motivate yourself to keep going. So you could need to just force yourself in a way, not like if you're miserable, but you could have to kind of like fake it until you make it in order then to use that as motivation. The forcing myself is actually going to the birthday party. The oh. pregame, the pregame is like okay. That's extra force. You okay, know what I mean? Don't, so it's own extra force. No, but yeah, but regular. I, but force, then at the same time, force. but at the same time, when I do the extra force, I I I usually nine times out of ten, I'm like, oh, I'm glad I did that. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know. I'll let you guys know in the next time we update if I went to the pregame or okay. not because. The other thing is that my friend Jill, who's who's like she helps me take care of ransom. She's like a really good friend of mine out here. She's like I'm going to the party with her, but she's going to a different birthday party first. So it's like, do I just wait for Jill and then go to the to the party where I know I'll have somebody else with me, or do I go solo and then meet Jill at the party? Ooh. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it depends. Either one's fine. It just depends on what you feel like you can comfortably force yourself to. Yeah. yeah one, plus, I'm going to be dressed like a fucking golden. It's a what? disco theme, so I'm going to be dressed like a fucking gold disco ball. Oh boy, you mm. didn't mention that until now. But here's the thing: yeah. one version of this is a great way to meet people because you will have to, um, and the other mm. is more comfortable. So. If you're in a place where you need comfort, okay. If you're in a place where you need challenge and you're like, okay, I need to push the boundaries and grow. See, all these people at the pregame, I know all of them from from hanging out for the past year. But I, there's always been like me and like my guy friends with them. So, or we've been at a concert or we've been at a festival. So it's never been me in their mm -hmm. like apartment just drinking and hanging out. And then I have to get like deeper. Just, does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I think so. They're not complete strangers, so no, 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 no. They're not strangers That's at all. Better. But like, I haven't had one on one with them, you know. Um, we'll see. I'll probably yeah. go. I'll see what Jill's doing. Maybe I hang out with Ransom an extra hour. Who knows? But anyway, that's me. No update until. But next, next time I'll let you know how this went because this will be an interesting thing to see if I put my foot forward as far as entertaining anybody or if i just kind of sit back into my comfortable make jokes chill and not feel like i have any money in the game okay well you have what sounds like a great outfit and that is a first step to a conversation is talking about the strange disco balls you're all no wearing. i'm not worried about conversation <laughs> i listen we're ready anyway. for the photos the evidence the stories can't wait for the next time we catch up. So, uh, okay. All right. And what's been going on with you? Um, I was in San Diego with my family for my uncle's 70th birthday. And that was the first time Daniel has joined a family trip. Mind you, we haven't done a family trip in 10 years since it was my uncle's 60th birthday. So this hmm. was the first time I actually had a plus one who's obviously thankfully a serious plus one. We're engaged. So that felt good. <laughs> To use your forever plus one. Yes, exactly. That but horrible thing everyone says. But so it was great because it wasn't like I was just bringing someone to bring someone. I was bringing my person and who would be in this family, you know? So it was. Have you, did you bring someone just to bring someone at the 60th? Like, no. is this your thing? Are no. Like, oh, who's this with Jen again? No, but that was the other thing too. I was thinking about it as we were driving there, like, okay, if Daniel wasn't in the picture, would I have even gone on this trip? 
if I did go, would I have felt comfortable like getting my own room? I mean, it's pretty expensive at this hotel, but, um, or like what I've driven with other people and been there, like, you know, third wheel, this was also the first trip with everyone's kids. So that's very different than what it was in when he turned 60, which was like debaucherous. Like everybody was, we had hangovers after the first night and the first, you know, the 60th birthday, we were dancing on pool tables. It was crazy. We had a dance party. It was so much fun. Now everybody is married with one to two children and I had Daniel. So it was a very different environment, different type of trip. Instead of staying in like one house with all of us together, we had our own hotel rooms at this fancy place. People had bedtimes. There was a whole slew of different um, parameters, but it was interesting because I was seeing my family through his lens and him through their lens. And I also was thinking about the fact that like, I mean, everyone got along really well. It was great, but like he and I were on our own path because of our own schedule and theirs was very different when they, you know, Lauren, you know, this, when you have kids, you have to be with them. You can't just leave them in the hotel room by themselves. So they go down for naps they go to sleep at a certain time. They have to eat dinner at a certain time. So like our whole schedule was surrounding the kids, obviously, which was fine. We like to, you know, do our own thing and go to bed early anyway, but it was definitely an adjustment. And I was thinking about how through the course of our lives, we have to adjust so many times to other people's choices. So like, for example, when Lauren, you got in a relationship, I had to adjust to that. Then when Lauren, if you had friends that had kids before you, you had to adjust to that. There's these constant adjustments we have to make that are out of our control and our decision. We don't get to choose these things. So like, I don't get to choose when my cousins have kids and bring them and the whole thing. I just have to react and go along with it. And I was thinking about that over the course of like my life and all of these different phases that people go through. But like, it's not just the people going through them. It's the people in their lives also going through them. So I'm glad. Did did it like, Mm -hmm. were you like, was it? scary or was it cool because next i mean hopefully your uncle makes it to 80 and then you're the people with kids well do you know what i mean so it was i would say a great experience because we had to go through it and then you'll have babysitters you have babysitters built in right and obviously like daniel and i were talking about like oh how would we do this if we were you know parents or whatever and like obviously you couldn't avoid that conversation or like looking at my two different cousins and how they parent their kids very differently And so it was an interesting opportunity for us as people without kids to see how people with kids vacation. I mean, Lauren, you've talked about it many times on the show about how it's not actually a vacation and it isn't. And there are elements that it feels, yeah. Would you have, because San Diego is so close Mm. to you guys. Yeah. Would you, if this was in Miami, would you have still gone? Like the fact that you guys are a couple, you don't have the kids, you're not in your 70s or 60s, you're not the parents' parents. Uh, I'm guessing there was no other young couple like you guys there because you kind of make it sound like you had your own, you had to like go by the their. Oh, well, no, it was my my aunt and uncle, and then my uncle's son, who's my cousin, and our other cousin. So the, all the cousins are the same ages. So, right. But it was, but it wasn't like 15 people it was like the cousin, the cousin, there was, and then they had their kids and then you, it was four couples, so there was three couples and three children. Four. Okay. Yeah. So that's my point. Yeah. 
So it wasn't like there was another couple you could couple up with and go have dinner and go get drinks and all that shit. It was like you and Daniel were the only people that weren't part of that whole thing. So like, do you think the fact that you were so close to San Diego where you could have been like, all right, that was fun. Good seeing you. And then like bail if things got weird. Like, would you have taken this trip to Miami? Um, yes, I think, well, you know, again, it also depends on finances. It's like November first. My uncle said, right, right, right. if everything's the same, everything's right. the same. Um, everything's the same. Probably. I try and be a, as many things as I possibly can if it doesn't like break my back to do it. So if somebody invites us to something and, you know, we're important to be there, we go. Um, but that's the other thing too, I realized out of all of this, there's many revelations that came from it is that like, I, I have family down the street. Daniel has family across the pond. And so he gets a lot of my family and I just default to going to my family stuff. So it's like, if they have a thing, we go in my mind. Cause I used to go as a single person. I never thought twice about it. So I just say yes to everything. He's like, oh wait, but I also have friends and I have family and like not close, but like he's got some people in Arizona or people in Palm Springs. So this is like an adjustment for me in going from being a single person to a person in a relationship, to a person engaged and also now like doing holiday family birthday things and like you're in you're in like family purgatory you're in family purgatory i wouldn't like it it was but no 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 purgatory isn't purgatory hell no 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 no, no. purgatory is between earth and heaven oh it's that like space where you kind of it's like limbo yeah oh so like you you were you were on earth you were a single person you were doing what you wanted you would go and hang out blah 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 and now you're you're in this position where you're not that person. You're not that version of Jen anymore. Right. And you're not the future version of Jen, which you can see through your cousins and everything. Mm-hmm. So you're in this position of like, you're like, whoa, where am I? I'm in a whole new space, but I can see my future and I know my past. Yeah. Like that must be kind of like trippy. It is really trippy. That's a good way to put it. Um, it's also a learning experience as far as like balancing schedules and obligations and us as a couple with everything going on because we're going into the holidays. Like it's birthdays, Hanukkah, Christmas, my birthday, New Year's. It's so many things. And like, that's after thing we get through Thanksgiving. So that's a lot of jazz. That's, that's a lot of jazz shows. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's <laughs> a, a lot of everything and a lot for Daniel. And I have to like remind myself like, okay, check with him first before I RSVP to things. And so that's sort of what we're navigating right now. But it was a great first trip. It really was. I'm glad we went. I'm glad we could all be together. And I'm glad we have the holidays coming. It was just eye-opening, if you will. Cool. Yeah. Now, Lauren, you went on your no kids trip. I You had the opposite experience of what I did. (laughs) Yeah, opposite experience. And then I actually saw it through your Instagram and then I had a friend that was there randomly also. So I saw her Instagram. So I saw like, I saw your, like some of your stuff. You didn't really post anything. I didn't yet because I haven't gotten to it. I don't like, yeah. But I saw like from a, a, she's not single. She's in a relationship, but she's like in her thirties sing. She's not married and she was there by herself. So I saw from that point of view of what the trip was mm-hmm. too. So why don't you tell us, I mean, cause it was what, like 16 people there or some shit. 30? 90? 90 people? There was like 90 people. We all went to like a dude ranch in Wyoming for our friend's 50th birthday. And it was awesome. I mean, this party was 
I have no words. Like nobody will probably ever experience parties like this in their life. Like this same friend had a 40th birthday. And up until then I was like, that's the best party I've ever been to in my life. And now this is the best party I've ever been to in my life. Three days of just details up the ass of like every little possible thing you could think of that was like perfect. It was supposed to be like Yellowstone. And anyway, it was awesome. Like horseback riding and um, ATVs and like, anyway, but it was the first trip away with all of that said and all of the activities and things happening. My brain was still kind of like at home with my kids. So this is normal. I mean, I've heard moms talk about this before, but, um, it is, it feels logically it's like, okay, I know my kids are at home with my mom, my brother stopping by to help my cousin stopping by to help, but like something in like primally in your body feels wrong to be away from your children and like far away. Like what if I can't get to them? Like you're in your mind's constantly thinking because of the routine that you're in every day, me in particular, I don't work. So I'm home with my kids. So it's even, I think a little bit more strong, but it's like, all right, I look at the clock and I'm like, all right, it's two o'clock. They're still sleeping. Like I would check in with my mom, like, okay, it's dinner time. Like how'd that go? So it's just like, it was hard because it was my first trip away with James. So both of the parents were gone. And you think about stuff like that. What if something happens to us? What's going to happen to the kids? I know it sounds morbid, but it's just hard not to think about that. So it's like, well, when you're ATVing and shooting guns and riding horses, you kind of like that. You're not like just hanging out on a beach, sipping a pina colada. Right. But I mean, still, I, I think I would still be thinking that regardless, but yeah, I mean, I, whatever, but I, my mind is always like that anyway. It's a little anxiety ridden, but I think it's kind of also normal, but I just, but you were there, you were there for three days, right? Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we left Sunday. So, so do you think if you were there Thursday to Thursday, and you do you think you had your anxiety would have yeah. lessened yeah. the longer you were away, or would have would have got the pressure gone up? No, I more think because- it. Well, I think too long may have caused the pressure to go up, but maybe a couple more days, a day, at least one day, would have been fine because I did lessen as the days go on, and also. I am afraid of getting hungover now. Like, I mean, I am, but I'm not. Like, I had, you know, spent the last three plus years of my life not drinking very much. And also, I always, except for this vacation, have had to get up to wake up in the morning at six. So, like, go have fun getting shit faced and being up until two in the morning. But your kids wake you up regardless of what fucking day it is. I have friends that do that and they say it's the most miserable thing in the world. And trust me, you do it once or twice and you're like, fuck that shit. I watched my cousins do that in San Diego. So, horrible. (laughs) And, And yeah, it's anyway. So, it's like, meh. So, then it kind of like deters you from doing stuff like that. So, with that coupled with the fact that I've been pregnant and breastfeeding for like three, years of my plus years of my life. I am kind of a lightweight and I don't really, so I was very, I mean, I think the entire time I had five drinks, what? which is no, not me, Jen, but I just like, I just was scared to like go. Cause I can't also, by the way, didn't have kids to wake up to, but I can't sleep in like seven thirty rolls around. I'm like wide awake. I'm like, fuck, like try to make myself go back to sleep. Couldn't like, because I've been waking up so early. So it's all these things, getting out of the routine, kind of separating your mind and like relaxing. And then on top of that all, like learning how to be like on a couple's vacation again, it's been, I think I said this on our last couple podcasts, like 
It's definitely been four years and might be five since James and I have been on a plane together by ourselves. Like I haven't, Mm. I don't even remember the last time before kids. So it could be five years, but it's definitely been four at least. So it's also like, oh, okay. Like it's just us. Like we're not distracted by like one chasing somebody this way, somebody going that way. Like, yeah, but you said you had an itinerary, right? So like, were you guys together doing well, stuff? Some or? of the things, yes and no, like James would go do this thing and that thing. And like, I was going horseback riding with the girls. So then by the end of the trip, I realized we didn't do any of the activities together. Oh, yeah. That's what I, didn't that's mean, what I was afraid. Of. <laughs> I didn't mean for that to happen. But then by the end of the trip, I was kind of bummed out. I was like, Oh damn it. We didn't do like, that cu- look at that couple. They went horseback riding together. We didn't, we just didn't like, and by the last day he had had some things that like I, he had already signed up for with the boys. And I was just like, I'm not going to go be the only girl there. So it was like, it was fine, but it was kind of like learning how to be a couple. So you, you guys have literally traveled together now, but you haven't had a vacation together yet in five years. Yeah. We because didn't- with kids, we've been places, but he and no, 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 no. I mean, like just the two of you. You still because he was off doing something, you're off doing something. You guys obviously came back to the bedroom, sure. But like, you haven't had like a real spend time together, just the two I, of you yeah. I mean, kids. yeah. I mean, we didn't like do. Yes, exactly. It wasn't just him and I. Like clearly, at parties and stuff, he was off on his own. I was off on my own. Sometimes, like you know, like everybody does when you're around a bunch of people you have, and some people these people i haven't seen in like 10 years we're like oh my god the last time i saw you was like 10 years ago so that was crazy but i mean it was sort of like you know getting back into a different routine that's been a little bit foreign like it was it felt a little it wasn't like awkward or anything it's him but like it there were parts of it where i was like well, it's been a while since like it you know well, that's, I think, important to call out because it's like yeah. the whole thing about different phases of your relationship and how like you're still learning each other. You're still adjusting. You became parents together and now you're becoming parents who can leave their kids behind and travel again together. But it's the next step. That's yeah. important, right? Because that's why a lot of people, when they have the empty nest syndrome, either they flourish or they get divorced. Exactly. You know, because there is like, oh, now it's just us again. Right, like you don't talk about if no one's just interrupting or you've got tasks to do together. Exactly. And we have like, luckily it was important for us to get our kids on like a sleep schedule so that we could have a little bit of that every night. Like, so of course at the end of every night, there's a couple hours where it is just him and I together, but we're just home watching TV, which is fun. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's different to be out on a vacation together. So it's the first time it happened. We getting back in the groove. I mean, I didn't even talk about this with him. So he could have been like, Oh, that was amazing. I'm not saying it wasn't amazing. But I am just noting that you have to get back into it. It's like a slow, it's the next phase. And I'm sure if it was a trip, like you described, Rob, where it was like just him and I on the beach drinking pina coladas, it would be different. But this was a nice like segue. So Mm. speaking of adjusting, adapting, because it sounds like all three of us have experienced that. And that was like kind of the through line of our stories unbeknownst to us. But do you think it is easier to adapt at this point in your life? Or do you think it is harder? I think it's easier only because there's been so many massive life changes for me personally in the past, like, I'll just say five, six years that I've sort of learned to like, I still have like neuroses and anxiety and things like that. That's just part of my makeup. But I have learned to like let go of some things and like 
go with the flow in some ways. I know James would probably laugh if he heard me saying that, but it is true. I know myself. And so I think when things like that are constantly happening and they're so big, you sort of have to learn how to like adjust and move with them and through them. And so I think it's become a little easier for me in some ways. What was the question again? (laughs) Have you found that it is easier to adapt at this point in your life or harder? Like given that even just talking about your dating and inviting people in, like you've been single now for however many years, do you think that bringing someone into the equation and adapting to a a different dynamic is harder now? Way harder. Way harder. Because you're by yourself. Yeah. I'm by myself. Plus like, even like, like I've been there, done that. You know, so like there's nothing I've had my two year relationships. I've lived with most of my relationships. Um, And then even like getting out of the house, it's like I've been to the bar watching football. I've been to the clubs. I've been to the this. I've been to the that. So it's like what like and that's why I left L.A. So I was like, there's nothing new. I'm going to show I like I think I said this here. I said it to people all the time. Like I left L.A. because there wasn't another bar or restaurant. You're going to show me I haven't already been to. And I either knew you knew somebody who knew you or you were too young for me to know you. So like. It's kind of like I'm in this new area and I'm meeting new people and everything, but it's it's definitely harder for me to find something to get excited about. Yeah, that makes so, sense. So yeah, okay. So you know, but I won't know. But I'm sure when I when that one thing happens, I'm like, that's it. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's now I want that person in my house. Now I want that person in my bed. Now I want that person to use that side of the sink. And it'll you know push, what I mean? And it'll push you to continue to adapt because with that will come other things. Yeah. And I'm sure that that person will open a whole another door to things for me. There'll be new friends that they have and things that they do and things that we experience. And then you'll you know? be going on family vacations, which was easy to adapt or hard to adapt, John. Um, I was thinking about what my answer would be after I asked the question. I'm like, I actually don't know because it is both. It is, I have to adapt, therefore it becomes easy because you have to. And then I was looking back at like, I don't know, starting to live with Daniel. I'm like, I can't even remember what that was like, even though it was however many months ago, but now that's what I know. So I do think that like, maybe it's hard initially, but then you recover quicker and adapt quicker because you get into a groove. So the sooner you can get into a new routine, that becomes the routine. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the fake it till you make it saying, yeah. which I kind of hate, but also does ring true. So Yeah, totally. Well, I think we're going to keep adapting and adjusting and improving and evolving as we go on. And, and updating. And updating. Exactly. Well, we're definitely excited to hear how your extravaganza tonight goes. And everyone... You probably are too. So keep tuning in to It's Complicated, where we talk more dating and relationshipy stuff and find out about Rob's disco ball attire. And while you're there, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share the show with a friend. And if you want to join the class of master daters, don't forget to follow us on social media at Complicated Show. And you can find me at Jennifer Golden. You can find me at Forever Zevers, F-O-R-E-V-E-R-S-E-V-O-R-S on Instagram. And you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social meets as well. And we'll be back next time. See you later. Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady, come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli and Rob Evers.